being an electrician can open up many doors to different careers. You go to college and learn the fundamentals of how to be a Sparky. It doesn't have to stop there. And then once you learn the skills to be an electrician, a fully qualified electrician, there'll always be other opportunities that pop up along the way with a number of different avenues you can go down to like build a business based on the electrical knowledge that you've learned from the electrical trade. So in this podcast, I'm going to go over five opportunities that you could do, some businesses you could build when you've got the skills to be an electrician. Welcome back once again. It's me, Ben Poulter, your host. I haven't been in the trade for maybe 20 odd years or more. I've always been asked to do something extra and something different. From what I do find is when you're an electrician, most things sort of seem easy. And I think it is built in us as electricians to enjoy a challenge. Like fault finding on a cowboy builder's work. You're like a dog after a bone. You want to see what they've done. You want to see how they've done it and where completely how they've gone wrong. Just for example, there was this one guy that was a bathroom fitter and he wired a new shower. And that shower kept tripping the fuse, kept tripping the fuse. So they replaced the shower four times. I got called up to go around there. I said, you've put a 10 kilowatt shower in on a 32 ounce fuse. That's why it keeps tripping. The shower's too big for the supply. Well, the kitchen fitter or the bathroom fitter, whoever he was, didn't know this. He just kept replacing the shower. And I could see exactly why he'd done it. He just put a nice brand new 10 kilowatt shower in. And it's not like you can upgrade that feed to a 50 amp MCB because it'll melt the cable. So he didn't know he was an electrician. And it's nice sometimes when you find a fault like that where it rectifies to say, look, man, you should have got a proper electrician to do the job. So when a customer asks you a question, you say, hmm, can you do this? You think, well, yeah, I can give it a go. And that's exactly what I did. So let's start with the easy one. TV and sky cabling. When electricians rewire a house, the customer automatically assumes we're going to do the TV points too. And yeah, I know it's not a big deal running a coaxial to a single box where a house is completely empty. It makes complete sense. But when it comes to getting a signal to that cable, that's where you're calling the specialised guys. They do have their proper kit to test the cable or a GPS to find out where the aerial needs to point to for the best signal. In my experience, a customer is more than happy to pay a good amount of money for a professional TV company to come out and make everything work spot on. And being a fully qualified electrician, you could easily install TV and Sky aerials. As far as I know, you don't have to be qualified by anyone to do it. Not like the NIC or you don't have any NVQ level freeze to be able to install TV cable or sky cables. It's not actually dangerous because if it goes faulty, the TV goes off. You don't have to worry about getting a shock. No one's going to get harmed. I suppose the kids might get upset because the telly's gone off, but that's about it. You will, however, need to get the right kit for the job. You need the right testing kit, the ladders to get up to an aerial, which is, well, they're normally installed on the roof. You need the right tools to crimp off the ends of the cables and a decent GPS, which I know for these days, you can get an app on your phone to see where to point the signal for the best TV signal. So I'm not saying that it's an easy job, but many electricians have installed all the cabling to the aerials in a new build plenty of times. You could, however, specialize in TV and aerials as electrician quite easy. 
So building a business, installing sky and TV aerials. That's one option for you. Now to move on to one a little bit more tricky. Security alarm systems. For God's sake, never install a battery alarm system. They are pants. I've happened in my own house. I've put them in as well. I've learned by these mistakes. If you install them in your own house, you're forever changing the batteries. And if you install them in a customer's house, every time that beeps because it's a low battery, you'll get a call. But again, with TV aerials, it's all wiring. Normally, it's a small seven-core cable routed to a PIR or window contact. And the only thing is with security systems is really you need to know two things. You need to know that control panel inside out to get it set up and also offer a membership for call-outs because they'll definitely happen all the time. And in my opinion, the security market is booming at the moment with not only, only domestic installs, but with the industrial commercial too because burglary is on the rise in the UK. So if you're a fully qualified electrician and you want to go into fitting this uh, security alarm, it could be a gold mine right now. Because you can also offer PIR outdoor lighting along with the security system, including in maybe your package. You can offer that a little bit more. Because with a lot of security companies that I've dealt with, they said, yeah, we need an electrician to come out and actually install a spur. Well, a spur, what's a player? It's a, it's a single socket because they're not qualified, part P register, they're not qualified electrician to be able to put power to that security system. So if you can do that as well, you're a cut above the rest. So as a fully qualified electrician, I think it'll be easy to transfer into installing security alarms. So that's another job you can do as a sparky. So moving on to the third job you can do as an electrician, as you may well know, that when you work as an electrician, you're in a different location every day and you may enjoy it. But if you're the kind of electrician who wants to be in the same place every day, you can do that as well. There are hundreds, if not thousands of factories all over the world who always installed control gear for new machinery. And as a fully qualified electrician, you learn how to read a wiring diagram, right? You read them all the time when you're doing an install on a domestic premises and industrial, commercial. You need to be able to read that wire diagram to see what they want, they want put in. So if you come up to maybe a time where you're fed up with crawling around in lofts or hanging around on building sites, you can start wiring out control panels for machinery or switch gear to be delivered on site. This is another job that I've done in the past and many of these panels are quite complex with wiring components, with contactors, time delay switches, for machineries to be sort of controlled out on site. The, the machinery that I used to work for was in McDonald's. I thought that was interesting as well because we had to deliver them to site. We saw all the little Monopoly stickers that were being manufactured. Unfortunately, there was a high security to get in there as well so we couldn't pocket a couple of free Big Macs. And that company I worked for back in, well, it must have been 10, 15 years ago, was a highly profitable company. They delivered machinery components and control wiring gear all over the world. And that's the same with this next one that I'm going to come up with that you can have a job as an electrician. It was a DC power engineer. Although there wasn't any formal qualification to be a DC power engineer, being a qualified electrician was a massive advantage. The whole world of telephone communication systems is run on DC power, which you've got AC power in houses, alternating current, and you've got DC power, which is direct current. It's run on DC power because direct current is less interference. I only found that out because I always wondered what DC power was. 
And that company that I used to work for was called Emerson. And I think it's still around today and has contracts all over the world for DC power engineers to install a 54 volt DC supply to their equipment. And because the equipment is supplied by Emerson, Emerson also contracted to do the maintenance on that work. And that involves discharging huge batteries. What I did all over the world. And that job took me to like Australia, Japan, Hong Kong. Every week I was in a different destination. And the good thing about being a DC engineer is that they love to send you on courses. It wasn't a day in London or a few days in London either. It was a three-day training course in Sweden. And I was working as a DC power engineer whilst doing my apprenticeship. So I was getting all these qualifications for being a DC power engineer along with my qualifications to become an electrician. And that works for me a massive advantage in the future. Now, moving on, number four, the jobs that you can do as an electrician. Because as an electrician, you're expected to know everything to do with wiring. Everyone asks you, what's this wire do? What does that wire do? And personally, myself, as an electrician, I've been asked to put a plug on a small blue hose that came out of a fridge. Well, I wasn't sure how to explain it to the customer, but that's for water, I'm afraid. There's no wires in there. I can't put a plug on it. It's not going to do any advantage if I put a plug on the end of that hose that comes out your fridge. I didn't know how to explain it without making the customer feel stupid. But I can see how they assumed that it needed a plug on the end of it because of all these Cat5 cables, Cat6, Cat7 cables, they're all different colours. And I think as an electrician, you're expected to know what to do with each cable. And if you've worked anywhere or maybe an industrial site or commercial site, then you know that you've probably seen miles of this stuff all over the building. It can be quite tricky to make the ends off at first. But after you've took, I don't know, five or six drums and run in miles of that cable and you end up sitting there making the ends off, after one job you will become a professional at making RJ45 ends off. And I do know a couple of electricians that went into network cabling and built a business around it. With my experience, network cabling's sort of a lot simpler sometimes. The only thing is you're doing the same thing every day. You're running the same cables and making, you can make around 200, 200 ends off a day. And it's quite boring to say at times. But if that's what you enjoy, then become a master at it. And for the final one, the final job you can do as an electrician and I only know this one because most electricians I know have done it themselves. They've installed their own CCTV system into the house. Just like I did back in the day with a, a 500 pound Swan CCTV system years ago. Because again, it's cabling and it is plug and play. But the customer will expect you to, expect you to know that DVR inside out. So if you install it into your own house, you'll get a bit of knowledge on how to do it in other people's. But being a fully qualified electrician as well, you're able to put that DVR box or maybe these cameras anywhere you want because they need, they need a power supply. So you're able to put maybe a spur or a plug socket, maybe in the loft or anywhere you like, where they want that DVR system. So you're an advantage already ahead of the rest once again. But once again, like security systems, you're going to want to have a membership site because when a customer either gets a new phone and they can't install the app onto their phone, or maybe they move house and they take that security system with them, or maybe even upgrading the internet, you'll get a call to configure that system and it won't take 10 minutes. You'll have to upgrade it while you're there because people like to plug and play. People like to install it and leave it and it just works. 
but they don't necessarily use it every day. So you've got to be the professional that knows exactly what to do, when to do, and they'll call you because you installed that system. And the SWAN systems, what I found out in my experience over the time now, is that they're quite a cheap system. I wouldn't install them for customers if I was going to build my own business. I'd install a lot higher grade system and they'd be able to sort of maintain it remotely, which would be the best bet. So there you go. That's just five different professions that you were able to do as a qualified electrician. And all these jobs I did incorporate into my electrical business over the years. But I did, however, learn the lesson that it's best to stick to one profession. Don't be the jack of all trades that do it all. If you've got a thriving business and it grows and you're able to employ a specialized person who maybe does security systems, who does CCTV, who does the telephone points, then that is going to be the best way forward. And that is where you start to employ other people. And with employees, I'm going to leave that story for another day. So until next time, I'll see you again.